Tuesday Night Talk is a part of Real Sound Reviews YouTube channel where I make tutorial, reviews and many incredible things to help you in sound creation. You can support by donation on patreon.com zdv and indeed subscribe to never miss a single episode. So today for Tuesday Night Talk, I, uh, I am lucky to receive Laetitia Fournier, which sounds very sexy in French, indeed, um, best known as Raymond Howard. Hi, Laetitia. Hello. Nice to see you again. Um, so there are, there are a lot of stuff coming for you in the musical field for one year and, uh, and a half now, but we are going to talk about. So the, for the people who don't know you, uh, how would you define the style? This is one of the most difficult questions that an artist can be asked, in my opinion. How would you define the style of music you are playing um, in uh. indie rock, but more precisely? Well, it's, it's indeed a difficult question to answer. I would say it's a mixture between lo-fi music, because I'm not a technical person. Uh, also, of course, uh, indie, indie pop, indie rock music, and probably a bit of electro too, because I use, uh, I use uh, you know, uh, patterns and uh, a beatbox, which are... Uh, very simple, so I would say it's a mixture of um, those three things. And uh, maybe to um, enable people to have a clue, what are the artists that uh, influenced your music more, maybe explicitly, or something that could have, uh, be likely, or some, some, some influences on, on your music? Uh, well, when I was a teenager, of course, I was into Nirvana and those stuffs. And very quickly, I went to um, a female uh, vocalist or female bands such as Hall or uh, Babes in Toyland and the Riot Girl movement. But as I grew older, I think uh, I was uh, able to have a look at, you know, blues, at pop, punk, of course. And yeah, it's a, it's a mixture of all these things, I think. Yeah, I remember an interview uh, where you said that, in fact, most of Raymond Award music is uh, based on some small blues gimmick that you use inside loops some may would you agree with that and uh, where yeah, you, yeah sure yeah. Mm -hmm. and where there is also a combination with some punk rock or influence yeah yeah i think um when when i'm you know uh, composing um, musical things I'm not thinking about the style of music I'm going to play. It just come, it comes like this. But yeah, I would say a mixture between blues and punk is a good definition then. What I try to do uh, in this channel is to make a relationship between 
um, the music artists are playing and the technique that uh, is involved in the uh, uh, process of creation. So, uh, in your case, there is something that is uh, a key factor, which is the loop station. You even made a uh, song about it. And can you explain to us how you came to use this um, specific kind of gear? Yes, sure. Um, I was at the time, probably uh, 15 years ago, I was involved in many bands. I mean, you know, punk bands. I was, uh, you know, playing the guitar and singing at the same time. And I felt like some riffs, some melody um, that I had on the guitar could not fit in those bands. So I decided to keep the melodies for myself. And um, at some point I had enough material um, to, to, to compose a real album. So that's how I decided to, um, to use the loop pedal in order to be able to, to do my stuff on my own and not, you know, um, depending on other members. And yeah, that was my solo project, a kind of, you know, um, personal space. And the loop pedal is like uh, a partner, a musician, I would say. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, so that's, that, that's interesting, but uh, why the loop station specifically uh, instead of, uh, I don't know, Head Rush or some Line 6 or was it, were you advised or did you test at the time if you remember, because if I remember well you have a big model where uh, you um, are, you have some also pre-recorded materials. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, well, at the time, a friend of mine advised me uh, to use the, the loop uh, pedal, the smaller one, um, in order to try. And I thought it was a good idea because it's quite simple to use. You know, you just have to record a pattern and then um, on, on the first layer, you add another layer and it's quite, you know, easy to use. So it fitted to my, you know, simple way of seeing the music world. I mean, as I've said before, I'm not a technical person, so I think it was the best for me. And then um, when I played with a bass player and a drum player, it, it kind of uh, became a bit too simple um, to, to use on stage. So. I also use the, the big one, the big loop pedal um, in, in the boss equipment. And, and on this particular model, can you um, switch off some of the layers or do you stack? I, I don't remember. Uh, and uh, you can uh, come back and forth on some layers or you sum up and then you, you, uh, you have to completely switch off the wall. Uh, stack of layers? Well, you have four different pedals and you can use uh, the first pedal and sample one layer of, you know, vocals or guitar, whatever. Then you can stop it, of course, and you can do the same with the four other layers. So it's quite, it's quite, it's quite interesting to, to use on stage because, um, because you can, you know, 
uh, add um, pre-recorded stuff. So you can uh, add things live. Well, it, yeah, it's a bit different from the very small one. When you enter the studio, uh, do you use this pedal uh, for recording or is it looped by the sound engineer in post-production? Yeah, usually I do it live, so I, I sample my own music without the pedal. So the sound engineer uh, decides that the, I don't know, the 10 first um, parts of the, of the loop are good. So he decides to keep them and he does uh, the loop on, on, he, on his own. Uh, so for a decade now, Uh, as far as I know, you seem to work always with the same producer in Saint-Étienne, who is uh, Yves Grimont-Pré. Um, can you talk about, to us about the, um, why you stayed with the same person or uh, for your music and uh, how, what, is, what kind of a relationship you have? Or I think it's important to have... A, a relationship where there is a lot of trust and mutual understanding. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Well, the first thing is that my is a friend. He's a friend and he does live in Saint-Étienne, which makes things uh, easier for me if I don't want to stay uh, out uh, for the night at the studio, I can come back home. Uh, so Saint-Étienne is the place where I live in in France. And also, he's, um, I think he's got a sense of um, musical psychology, so he knows what you don't want on your music. And it's, it's been a pleasure to, to work with him for more than 10 years now, because he always has a good idea on, you know, um, making my music sound Uh, more intelligent or whatever so yeah I think it's a question of trust of friendship and also a ge geographical um, the ge geographical distance um, so you also for uh, your last project in a band which is called Saffron Saffronize you also worked with him uh, if I'm correct uh, yes So why um, did you get back in a band and for did you can you talk to us about Saffronize? So my friend Cyril, uh, who is the guitar player in Saffronize, um, uh, is an old friend of mine. We've been uh, in the same university, and that's where we met. And um, when, I when I played with a band in Raymond Howard, he did the bass. So, well, we kind of, you know, follow each other in, in music. So when he started um, Saffronize, he was looking for uh, a singer. He, he had just a drummer and himself on the guitar. So he asked me if I wanted to, to play with him. It, to be honest... Um, I, I was not really enthusiastic first because I didn't want to do just the vocals. I mean, being the, the female member doing the vocals, but at the same time, I really like singing. And it was um, 
an opportunity for me to concentrate on just the vocals. And after that, uh, Thomas, Tom, Thomas W. came with us, Thomas W., on the bass, and is also a good friend of, of ours. So now I'm really enjoying this new project in a band. I mean, uh, we have fun. We, we get on well and, uh, well, the music is of course different from uh, Raymond Howard, but uh, I, I quite like it. But, but um, how, how would you say it is different in the way you, uh, who is um, composing or starting some of the tracks? Is it you with vocals or is it the band who comes with something pre, uh, that is written before? Well, Cyril always has the guitar melodies, the guitar parts. Sometimes he also has uh, the bass parts and the drum parts. And as for the vocals, I usually uh, create uh, the melodies and the lyrics. Sometimes Thomas and Cyril add um, lyrics, have writings too, but it's usually... I am usually the person who writes the lyrics. And did you try to turn these four guys in some kind of human loop station or not? <laughs> not yet. In the future. You've, you are uh, working, I think, right now on um, a project that involves uh, some sort of comic book uh, related to the, uh, your, the, your last album compilation, which is uh, The Year Loop Broke, That's, uh, mm -hmm. if, I'm, if I'm correct. Yeah, so in, in 2015, I went on tour in the UK with my friend uh, Thomas W and uh, his partner, Anto. So the three of us had uh, three gigs scheduled in Northampton, Lincoln and Oxford and at the very big at the very beginning of the tour I didn't feel well I was uh, you know I had stomach aches uh, cramps in in the backs in the back um, I, and until the point I couldn't walk anymore so we decided to call uh, the emergencies then I went to see a doctor and then I, I ended up at uh, the Bournemouth Hospital. And there I was diagnosed with um, a lifelong uh, problem because I have a, a pathology on the kidney inherited from my father, but at the time I didn't know it. So it, it came as a shock. And after that, I wanted to write about this traumatic event and um, I'm a teacher, that's my job, so I'm good at making slideshows <laughs> as a teacher. So I, I did a slideshow about what happened during this uh, English tour. And I'm really into comic books. I really like reading comic books. So I decided to, to send it to a friend. Well, at the time it was not a friend, it was just... Uh, a person I knew from uh, Saint-Étienne, uh, Half Bob. He, he, made, um, he made drawings and um, 
comic books about music, the indie indie world. So I I got in touch with him. I sent it. I sent him uh, the slideshow about the tour, and he was interested in making something about it. So that's how um, we we decided to work on it. So after that, we worked for we worked on the project for four years, and uh, the year loop broke uh, was born. The comic book. So we have two different versions of of the comic book. Uh, one is just the comic book on out on Jargie, the publisher, and the second one is also on We Are Unique Records, uh, the record label, because uh, they decided to join the project and to to have a compilation of my. Um, you know, hits of my <laughs> of my tracks, I, as we could say, and um, yeah, that's it. The two different versions. So this this the comic is is um, is about uh, you would say your life, the artistic process, without making a spoiler, but more or less, it's about this story that happened in the UK. Is uh, can you? Yeah, I can, I can be more specific about about you know the topic of the year loop broke. Um, we could say there are two different parts in the comic book. The first part is about how to organize a tour, uh, what's happening during a tour, when you meet people, where you sleep, um, what what you do during the day. I mean, a specific a specific tour. And then the second part is more about um, the public hospital in, in the UK and how the second part influenced my life, had an impact on my life. Okay, okay. So, so yeah, it's, I, yeah, it's autobiographic, we could say. Sure. We, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, okay, it's... Well, uh, some, sometimes half Bob... Um, changes the autobiography and making it an autofiction, as we could say, because his drawings um, do not really correspond to the auto- autobiography. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a mixture between the two. My next question will have this uh, same this biographic uh, meaning. Could you tell us, um, in your recollection and memories, as far as uh, you can tell, uh, what is your first memory linked to music? Mm. Um, I would say I, I shared my I shared this I shared the bedroom with my sister with my older sister. And she was really, really into Prince. She really liked the artist Prince. So I would say probably, um, yeah, something related to to Prince when my sister danced in front of the mirror in the bedroom. That's probably the first memory I have. Okay, okay. Uh, Very nice. Um, Yeah, yeah. And... (laughs) Also, because I really like Prince now. <laughs> so, um, thank you very much. 
uh, uh, we will put the links down below uh, to uh, if for people who want to get more information or to buy the, the comics and the CD uh, and um, huge thanks for watching and uh, we hope to see you on this channel very soon